Hey everyone, this is Amazing Fantasy Football. I am Josh, and he is Chris. And Chris, he is, and he's got a hole in his shirt today. <laughs> um, <laughs> but you didn't you think I was going to bring that up, did you? you can't see it. <laughs> I think it's bad. I think here. we just found what the episode's yep. called. Oh, you can't almost. No, no, you can't see. Anyway, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's what this episode is going to be called. Uh, Episode at whatever number, Chris has Hold a hole a in his shirt. No shirt, no service. Well, hey, you're wearing a shirt. It's just got a hole in it. I couldn't anyway. take off the sleeves anyway. Go ahead. <laughs> we're Amazing Fantasy Football, and we're here this week to talk about wide receivers 13 through 24 on how they finished the 2020 season. Of course, as always, we are using half PPR scoring format. And uh, how are you doing today, Chris? I'm doing pretty good. Had some... Uh... Other than... Some running around, shirt. yeah. Other than a hole in my shirt, had some uh, uh, great neighbors and uh, uh, my family helped me with my, the driveway today. Since uh, we were doing some recording and uh, we got quite a bit of snow in the uh, Midwest, uh, for those who don't know. And uh, mm -hmm. but it's all good. I got the car out, got some groceries picked actually, up. We got a quite a bit of snow in the Midwest last week. Last week? Oh yeah, right. Darn it. <laughs> <laughs> and um, other than that, yeah, yeah, ready to. Uh, Excited about uh, this first guy we're talking about, but also some others. It's an interesting list, the uh, second half of the top 24 wide receivers. Yep. Um, I think Chris and I just decided that we're going to do a stream, a stream during the Super oh, that's Bowl. Right. Mm -hmm. We're going we're gonna to watch the Super Bowl, and we're going to stream it. Anyone that wants to watch the Super Bowl and join us are more than welcome. That will be on twitch.tv slash amazing fantasy football or whatever it is. Uh, just go to Twitch and search for amazing fantasy football. We're right there. Um, and we'll just we'll just you know be having a kind of like a um, Twitch Super Bowl party sort of thing. I mean, you won't be able to watch the game on Twitch, obviously for right, legal the reasons. Audio and but you obviously video will be. You can yeah. certainly watch right along with us. There might mm -hmm. be a little bit of a time delay because I just feel like my Who Live always runs about like a minute behind regular TV. So mm -hmm. whatever. I was just going to speak on that. I was like, for one thing, we obviously won't have the audio or video of the game for, for the viewers to be able to watch or hear, but you can hear our reactions and we ourselves will have the, I'll have the game, you know, in front of me, uh, piped in some way. And, uh, what was that last thing you said? Oh yeah. Delay. Uh, that could be a thing, but whatever. I think it'll still be a good time. We'll have a good time. Let's and, hope for a good uh, game too, you know? We'll start at roughly, I don't know, whenever the Super Bowl starts, 515, uh Central Standard Time. Yeah, maybe a little pregame, anywhere from 15 minutes to half an hour pregame. Get get things lined up. I don't know if, I, I, don't know if I have that them. much drinking in me, but we'll see. Well, well, that's the other thing is we'll have to decide if we want to go the full game, which I guess why not. But then again, Super Bowl can be pretty long with halftime show and all that. I hadn't thought about that. Hmm. Anyway, do you know anything we'll about out. the weekend? I have no idea who the weekend is. Oh, is this a musical group? It's a guy. Oh, uh, I saw some commercial for like Pepsi or something with a security guard singing, and this guy comes through the gate. Yeah, and he and looks that was at the him. weekend. Yeah, I don't, I don't know who that, that, that is. I don't know who that is. Me neither. I gotta say though, I really don't like Lady Gaga, but that was Super Bowl halftime show that she did. What she's she's one talented lady. Yeah, she's one talented. Man, that was that was a really awesome Super Bowl show. I like her. And then like three or four, it was like four or five years ago, I guess by now. Kendrick Lamar did like the halftime show for the NFC and the NCAA championship or something. Dude, that that halftime show made me a Kendrick Lamar. Kendrick Lamar. Okay, yeah. I mean, I know of the name, like legit Kendrick Lamar fan. This guy right here. 
Oh, really? Okay. And he's, uh, what is he, R&B? Hip-hop? I'm not sure. Rap. He's a rapper. He's straight up rap. Okay. Because there is a distinction there. Uh, I'm, really, not, I'm not really that good, ignorant. Yeah. I'm not that ignorant. I do understand. I know you're not. I know you're not into the the rap. No, yeah, not, I'm not familiar with the, his face or his music, but I know of the name for sure. Um, you know, uh, I'm past that point where I hope for uh, folks that I, uh, bands that I like playing in the Super Bowl halftime show. I got Prince, and I got uh, as, lady, as you said, Lady Gaga was pretty exciting, so that's fine. Uh, you know, I think, uh, yeah, I'll just I'll probably just leave it at that. I just don't hold out hope for any rock or metal bands to to have a chance and that's fine yeah uh, they're not targeting me no. you know so that's cool i think they're targeting as big of an audience as they can which includes young folks to, yeah. and young folks like lamar yep. and uh this other guy that i forgot his name the weekend that sounds like an 80s the band does that not sound like an 80s band name uh there's only two e's in the, the weekend as well the 30 isn't there <sighs> weekend the the weekend yeah the Weckend. The, the, the Weekend. Oh. Uh, this is left. Okay. I got you. The first two are there, the not the third one. Okay. The first two are together. Weekend. Yeah. Whatever. The Weekend. Anyway. Hey, we're, we're AFFB. So. We're going to be doing a stream during the Super Bowl, <laughs> and we're going to learn all about The Weekend. And maybe The Weekend, like Kendrick Lamar, can make me a fan of his. I am not going to listen to any of the weekend before um, the weekend halftime show, mm -hmm. but you know, we'll see. We'll see how it goes and uh, whatever. So we got some receivers to talk about. Um, we kind of cleaned up some shop. Uh, Does that mean you're ready? Onto on wide receiver number 13. <laughs> Sorry. We got CD lamb here. Um, CD lamb is one of two guys on this list. Uh, well, that play for the same team. This is Dallas Cowboys, of course. Um, why does it look like CD Lamb's going to throw a touchdown pass right there? It does. Cause he's Anyways. multifaceted. Yeah. Um, so like him and Amari Cooper, who we're going to talk about in a little bit, uh, they both had some problems and that would be after week that got hurt in week five. And so they had some Andy Dalton and some Ben Danucci, uh, <laughs> It's a me, Danucci. Uh, some some problems in that respect. Um, I'm not going to go through like week by week uh, scoring here for CD sure. Lamb, but obviously after Dak got hurt, his scoring goes way down. But he did have some successful games with Andy Dalton. Same with Amari Cooper. Just you know, spoiler alert. Um, you know, he had 110 targets. Not that some of them were from Andy Dalton, Ben Danucci. So eh, we'll just count those, write those off. Did he hit 934 yards and five touchdowns for, I mean, the Cowboys lucked out getting CeeDee Lamb. You know, I, I can't, they, they had other needs, but Thank like you, Jerry said, Raiders. Like, Thank you, Gruden. Uh, the Raiders, the Broncos, um, yep. the Eagles perhaps too, that passed on him. Like, I don't understand why these teams passed on CeeDee Lamb over some other guys. Like, it doesn't make any sense to me. Whatever. Um, he did have some special teams work, so 219 yards and a touchdown. That's that's cool. Um, ended up at 239 uh, for his fantasy points. He did have nine drops. Nine drops. That's significant, yeah. That is a very... He is um, the guy with the second most drops on this list. I didn't write down everyone's... Uh, how many drops everyone had. Just the had ones that stood some, out, yeah. The ones, yeah, the ones that really stood out. The ones that were, like I think, above five or six. Okay. You know, I think it was above six because there was like 
80 people with six drops. And I don't know, man. I think the sky's the limit for CeeDee Lamb uh, with a full season deck. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm going to go quite number one overall receiver. Mm-hmm. But I I know. go Just, just go ahead and say it. <laughs> a couple of things I wanted to touch on real quick. Uh, let me pull the slide up again just for a moment because I wanted to point out, as you did, the uh, uh, 219 return yards and a touchdown. Uh, you combine that 219 return yards with the 82 rushing yards. I mean, that's 30 fantasy points right there. That's uh, that's that's significant. So it's just worth mentioning. He's kind of found a way for to sure. get to get some more touches. Uh, it's important for the offense, and I completely agree with you that when you bring him, uh, uh, when you have a healthy Dak there, the sky's the limit. Um, he could be a huge value next season. Now, I think he will have hype on him, but I think it's a value in terms of like a second or third round pick that might be able to finish as the number one wide receiver. Like I think, I think he's that type of talent, and it's that type of offense. Um, again. Got to come back to the health of the quarterback because, like most franchises, their number one goes down. There's, there's not a whole lot behind them. Um, now, granted, well, there's, Dolph- usually, there's usually a reason why the number two quarterback is a number two quarterback. Exactly. You know? yeah. uh, I mean, Dalton showed some some things, but I don't. It's it's night and day. I think we can agree on that. We talked about the fantasy regression when Dalton first came in, and then of course Dalton got hurt. So the Danucci and that whole conglomerate really hurt the value of these guys. But but believe, they eventually uh, recovered. Dalton got that got the the COVID knocked into him. Yes, the COVID knocked. Into him. I forgot about that episode. <laughs> and the, that will forever be in the annals of amazing fantasy football history. Um, <laughs> nothing. <laughs> um, okay. So yeah, that's all I had to say on CD was just that, uh, yeah, I think he could finish as the wide receiver one. So to get a guy like that in the second round, that's amazing value. So that's what I mean when I say value. I don't mean like he's going to be this steal in the fourth or something. Let me be clear. I did write it down. I mean, so I wrote it down in weeks 15 and 16, Mm -hmm. uh, CD had, which was with Andy Dalton, uh, both those games against San Francisco and Philadelphia, but both those games, he'd scored over 22 points. So like I said, he did, he did, he did do it with Andy Dalton kind of at the um, end of the year there yeah recovered a bit yeah, yeah. and that was that could have just been like after a while they the Andy Dalton started meshing with um the wide receivers yeah cuz they hadn't really played together cuz he got hurt yeah exactly um well uh, a, lim- a limited off season um you know Dalton being the number 2 guy and he missed them he missed a, a couple of games actually well, I'd hope to see a more reliable number 2 out of Dalton this year absolutely now I hope we don't have to see it Right, you know, but Dalton's not under contract for the Cowboys. This oh, okay, season. my mistake. Yeah, I'm not up on my contract stuff. Obviously, I've shown through the two episodes. Um, but no, that's uh, okay. I'll get um, there. I do. I do want to say that uh, CD had almost 16 point, 16 points per game with Dak versus um, uh, just over 11 with uh, Andy Dalton. So, you there's know, obviously there's going to be a little disparity yeah. there. But you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think it might have ended up a little bit different had Dak like injured himself preseason and we would have gotten a full season of Andy Dalton. Absolutely. Like, I think there could have been, I For think sure. there could have been, um, CD and both Amari Cooper could have ended up higher on this list. So yep, I completely, and agree. again, it could have been, it could have been a ripple effect and like the world could have exploded. So, you know, and then no one would have been on this list because and, we wouldn't and, have had a list and the world would have ended. Um, you know, one of those things. Agreed. And speaking of Amari, real quick, um, you know, nope, uh, nope, nope, volume nope, has nope, to be nope, mentioned. No, I'm just, I'm just saying, opportunity needs to be mentioned with CD. So there's still a lot of mouths to feed, but I think the offense is elite enough where it's kind of the situation where you know all the all boats rise with the tide. That 
the presence of a healthy, uh, healthy uh, Blake Jarwin. You got to remember, we didn't have him for the entire season, um, along with, of course, the healthy starting quarterback. Uh, another year under the belt with CD Amari. I don't, I don't think it's going anywhere. So we'll have to see. And of course, Gallup has been making plays, and he recovered a little bit at the end of the year too to play well with the backup quarterback Dalton. So yeah. it's just a lot of mouths to I feed. Feel like Keep that in mind. Dal- I feel like Dalton's going to end up being the, the odd man out. Or not Dalton. Um, uh, Gallup. Da, 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 yes, thank you. Yeah, probably because um, of contract. Gallup is going yeah. to end up being. Um, what does he have? One more left in his rookie deal? That sounds right. That feels right. Unless coming. he's unless he's going to take. Um, this was his third year coming into his fourth. A below, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, unless he's going to take a below market deal to stay with the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. I don't really. I don't really see him sticking around with the boys. So. Unless, unless, Let's move on to number 14. Unless they find something to do with uh, Amari and he's gone. That changes things, but I don't think that's happening. I don't think so either. I think I that yeah. I think they gave Amari that money, and I don't think that Gallup has shown that he is as good or better than Amari. So why give him a truckload Agreed. of money? When you already have a truckload of money in Amari, I so agree. yeah, and we'll we'll talk we'll talk more about uh, Mr. Cooper here in a little in just a minute. Of course, of let's course. move on to number fourteen, which is of course Bobby Woods or Robert Woods. Doesn't Bobby Woods kind of sound like a not a not a football player, but like a Hollywood actor, know, like a golfer, or Ooh, or like um, I'll go golfer. or maybe a basketball player. Bobby I'll, Woods, I like golfer yeah. or Hollywood actor, like like golfer. like like yeah, a like a seventies Hollywood actor. Bobby Woods, totally. starring in the he's greatest a, car chase you've mustache. ever seen. Yeah, he's Bobby got like Woods. a big old mustache, like like Giovanni uh, Giovanni Bernard. Bobby you know? Woods sounds oh, like Steve McQueen. That's what it sounds like to me. But also the golfer, the golfer is pretty good too. Bobby yeah. Woods, a old. '70s golfer with a big Giovanni Bernard mustache. There we go. <laughs> Boom. Signed, sealed, delivered. All right. <laughs> uh, so, like I said, Robert Woods, he's number fourteen on the list. Um, you know, he had his ups and downs because Jared Goff was his quarterback and the Rams are really, I think the Rams just kind of struggled all season long to really, except for towards the end, to really kind of find their, their true identity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And even then, I'm not sure if that's really, if they really found it, but I think, but you know, as we said last week and, you know, uh, Chris earlier spoiled it, that we're recording these episodes back to back. Mm. As of right now, it's still Stafford, you know, going to the being traded to the Rams. So that would be Matthew Stafford, the Lions quarterback. Mm-hmm. So I think that Robert Woods had certainly. He's going to I mean, I feel like this is uh, injury aside. This is kind of his floor right here with, with Stafford, you know. Oh, for sure. Sh- yep. Yep. Uh, floor. I think that's a great way to put it, actually. Uh, sitting here looking at the stats that we've got up on the slide. I uh, 129 targets. I yeah, don't that, know. That, that, 90, that 936 up. yards is going to go up. I can guarantee it. I would probably, probably bet that those six touchdowns is going to go up. I have no problem with 129 uh, t- targets because he's got to share with a cup. But uh, I, I'm excited about this and, offense. I'm excited. Well, you get you get you get Van Jefferson to who the Rams took last year or last As year the being number three. The in three. the 2020 draft, yeah, I mean, okay. it's yet to see if uh, and he Van made Jefferson some plays really this year, didn't he? Up. He made some plays. He did. He, he had a couple. Yeah, he he was kind of um, a non-contributing factor for the most part. Okay. But I mean, part of Robert Woods too is that, like, as you can see here on the slide, that he had 24 rushing attempts for 155 yards and two touchdowns. Like, this is a thing that that Woods can do too. It's also part of that Sean McVay kind of whole misdirection and, offense as yep, well. Well said. Well said. Yep. Um, 
you know, it's I and I don't really I don't know if that's really that much is going to really change with Stafford being the quarterback there, assuming that that information is completely correct. In which case, we're going to have to just record a, a redaction episode and just kind no, of blow this episode up out of the water. And I, I think know, technically, I it's I don't know. Last I read, it was it was it was all but done. We'll put it that way. Um, I don't think it can actually be finalized until next month. So, oh, you know. Because the Super Bowl, February, et cetera, the calendar yeah, year, really or should sure. I say the, really the, sure the calendar that, year. That works out. I'm not I'm sure. Not either. I'm not either. Um, hmm. it, I mean, I all I got left here is that he did. Only, he only had he had six games under 10 points, and he did have six games that were 10 to 15 points. So it was kind of like, you know, he didn't. He didn't light the world on fire. No, not exactly. I mean, like, that's 12 games under 15 points. He was better so. in 2019. Was 2019 the year they both had a great year, or was that 2018? I think that might have been 2018, actually. But I digress. Um, that was 2019. Woods had a decent season, but he only had, like, one or two touchdowns, yeah, which has kind of been Robert before Woods' with, entire career. Like, I think, I think was, the six touchdowns is either tied with his It was his, the girl uh, year. It was record. the 2018 year, yeah. Okay, and he, it, yeah, that six touchdowns is, and I think that maybe it's a golf thing, and like who knows, a different quarterback, especially. I mean, I I really like Matthew Stafford. I don't think he's elite, but I mm-hmm. think he's a very very good quarterback, and he is. Who knows what he's going to bring to the Rams? Oh, I'm excited. Um, yeah, it, it's I, like I said before, Robert Woods number fourteen. That's that's going to go up. Now, he's now got you want to, to talk about a value? This is he, probably either, the guy either he finishes he finishes somewhere between thirteen and sixteen or or above, you know. Well, I think just that, to, yeah, I'm just depends on how, on what the other. I mean, it could it just depends on what the other receivers do in front of him, you know. Like of course, yeah, now, it could I just think, be a big wide receiver year this uh, in twenty twenty one. You know, I, I think it could be a great value. I think uh, I think uh, McVeigh is the type of coach that coaches to his personnel, and I think his personnel. Uh, at quarterback this season was not reliable. Um, and there was an injury game. I think he missed a game or so. I remember there being a, a starter in a the playoff game. Yeah. Didn't they win despite Goff being out? Or did he end up starting at the last minute? Anyway, the point is that uh, I don't remember. He to coaches to his personnel, and because his quarterback was unreliable, he no longer had an elite back in Gurley and a, and a borderline elite offensive line. They had taken it some hits there that he uh, got con- more conservative. So I think with uh, Stafford at the helm and hopefully he can get something out of one of those two backs, uh, this will be a good team. Great team, should I say. Uh, so I'm excited about Robert Woods finish next year. I think it'll be definitely about 14. I think it'd be more like a wide receiver one, low end wide receiver one. Okay. Um. Mm-hmm. So because we're not going to get to him, do you know where Cooper Cup finished as far as Wide receiver rank? I would assume just outside the top 24, like 27. You're very, very close. It, he was 26. Okay, good, good, good. That was a really good guess, dude. Really yeah. good. Yeah, and I, it was it was a guess. It was a legit guess. But, you know, just look at the guys I had in the 24. I could kind of get that feel because we're going to have three guys in a row here in a little bit that, uh, you know, have something in common. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> so. Uh, They're knowing, related? No, well, they play for the same team <laughs> at the same position. Oh. Um, but uh, oh, so, so a guy like Cup, it doesn't surprise me that he just got eked out a little bit of the uh, right of the top twenty-four. Yeah, it was a down season for Cup. So 
Uh, let's move on to number 15 here. Number 15 is number four in Chris's heart. And that is Keenan Allen. <laughs> Great pick. Uh, I just made I just I just made that number up, but you know. Right. <laughs> um Keenan Allen, man, this guy was a target monster for Justin Herbert. And have they announced the or is that tonight? The um yeah, the, I think the it's NFL the, award. Sounds like it would be tonight, the weekend before. Because isn't the Super Bowl yeah. next weekend? Yeah, that's um right. 147 targets. 147 targets. That is crazy. Mm-hmm. Not a great catch um, rate, but hey, what are you going to do? You know, you know what that average is out to? <laughs> what? Because because Keenan Allen missed week 16 and 17, so I'm taking those out. Um it is 10.69 points per game or uh targets per targets game. Targets per game. Yeah, so we'll just call it 10 and a half, 10 mm-hmm. and a half targets per game with a guy that's like I know Keenan Allen is does not have elite speed. I know that. Right, right. He's very good. He's very good at route running. And catch and and um separation contested catches and and creating separation just by by routes run and body control and all that agreed so you give me that and i can easily see that 992 getting closer to 1100 next year Mm -hmm. you know and that catch rate getting into the 70s instead yes yes um yeah i mean there were times that keenan allen was getting like 14, 15 targets from, I keep wanting to call him Joe Burrow. I know it's Justin Herbert. I don't Herbie. know what is wrong with my brain today. Yeah, I know, man. I know. Um, he, and he only, uh, Keenan Allen only had three games with Justin Herbert because there's also a game with uh, Turd Taylor um, under 10 points. So that's really oh, good. See. Three, okay. yeah. Three games, three games under 10 points. That's not bad. And, you know, his, it had he even played all, played all set, uh, 16 games this these points would actually if you'd have played those last two weeks all these totals would have jumped up by at least one. yeah and the first week give would, him, could have been with herbie yeah give yeah. him another uh that's a wide receiver one yeah maybe he's finished at 15 below a thousand yards i mean i really like keenan allen because i really like justin herbert i don't know what the chargers do with mike williams next year um they definitely that wide receiver three that they had on their depth chart i for the life of me, it's like something T something Johnson um, kind mm. of came on with Herbert too. Okay. So, uh, you know, honestly, if the chargers had cap room and everything, they could make, they could maybe make a stab at, at an Allen Robinson. Like we were talking about last episode, you know, get rid of Mike Williams and have an, a legit downfield yeah. threat with Allen Robinson. I don't, I don't know, like, man. I'm I just, don't like the hit Keenan Allen would take there, but. In real real life football, I love the combination. But uh, yeah, fan- fantasy, I'd be like, okay, I'm going to take back that wide receiver one thing I said about Keenan. Uh, but uh, for sure, I mean, we both love the guy. Uh, he was fifth in targets in the league, 147, as you mentioned. Uh, I touched on catch rate already. It finished at 68. percent I think we see that going up with a second year Herbert. Um, that's really kind of where my analysis ends there. But uh, I'm excited about about that uh, Herbert taking another step and Keenan Allen breaking into the top 12. And I think the guys that we've talked about before Keenan Allen, there's more hype. You got the young Je- uh, Jefferson. You've got, um, I'm big on CD. A young CD lamb. Exactly. You, you got Robert Woods getting uh, Matt. Stafford, I just told you how much you know, I love like... Woods. So I, I'm playing into some of the hype, but yeah. So I think these guys will raise uh, in ADP a little, and it'll push Keenan Allen mm-hmm. down a little. And I think I'm, I'm really loving that, especially in a full PPR. 
Yeah. Let's move on to number 16 here with, and number 16 is Brandon cooks. Um, I'm not going to lie. I think a lot of this, some of this is part of is partly because of Will Fuller missing the last five weeks. Absolutely. Part, part of it is, um, but I mean, Brandon cooks in his own right. I think this is what is fifth or sixth year with a thousand yards Mm -hmm. and on his fourth team. Yeah. Fourth team. Like, so in those, in those last five or six years, he's been on four different teams and always hit a thousand yards. It's impressive. Yeah. I mean, like, I think he is a guy that goes underappreciated. I absolutely, it's it's going, it's going to be a bumpy road with Brandon cooks, you know, like Mm -hmm. it's, it's not going to be, I mean, as the 81 receptions right there with 1150 for yards. And that's a great finish, but again, no fuller, no fuller. Um, who the heck knows what's going on with the Sean Watson and that tire fire that's going on in, yeah, um, yeah, this, this, in terms of where Houston right there. Yeah. He, he, there's a very good likelihood he would, uh, likelihood he won't be on this list next year. I'm not saying anything against the guy. I Hard think he say. is underappreciated and I think he's an important piece in a real life NFL offense and can produce fantasy relevancy, but yeah, it's, it's, it's a, hmm, a lot of question marks, ton. Um, actually, I, I, I mean, I, I sort of said that, but I mean, I also have written down my notes here that he didn't really take off that much it, with Whittle Fuller gone. Um, so he remained more consistent is your point throughout the injury and the, yeah, uh, it wasn't. Yeah. Like you, you would have thought that it would have been like, oh, well, Fuller gone, Brandon cooks, boom, not really. Um, he, he had a, he had a, sure had some blow up games one and then kind of another one but that was about it okay it was just like and, and brandon cooks wasn't terrible while fuller was out but it wasn't like oh fuller gone 20 point games 20 point game 20 mm-hmm. you know like a lot of speed it's not exactly there. how it works that's for sure a lot yeah of speed. um i don't know if everything stays exactly the same the the texans somehow um put out the fire of with deshaun watson and re-sign will fuller and everything I, I mean, I can see Brandon Cooks hitting right around where he is right now. You know, like how he finished this year as number 16, maybe number somewhere between 16 and 20, you know, maybe a little higher, maybe down to that, like that wide receiver uh, 20 overall on the season. Low you know, two, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. And Mid you're going to take two. some, like, like a lot of these guys that are left on this list, you're going to take some lumps with them because oh, yeah. it's not oh, yeah. It's gonna it's gonna be it's gonna be good game, bad game, bad game, good game, good game, bad game, bad game, bad game, good game, good you know, like it's just gonna be it's gonna be peaks and valleys. You're not gonna most of them you're not gonna have a lot of mediocrity. It's yeah. just this is based on Watson being there though, right? So Exactly. Exactly. So like I said, big... if everything stays if everything is exactly as they are right now, this is about where he's gonna end up again. You know, because Will Fuller, I mean, because your point earlier about the thousand yards is he tends to always kind of end up here. Yeah, he gets to, his sixteen yards. to twenty, and uh, a couple big blow up games, and there we are. Hooker by crook. I mean, this guy's getting a thousand yards. If he has to, you know, Tanya Harding someone, he will. <laughs> my God, he's going to. Uh, yeah, he's got to he, slip a little Mickey to Will Fuller to get his thousand yards. That. He's he's gonna he's gonna there get his you thousand yards. Brandon Cox. <laughs> Oh, that's crazy. We have no inside uh, information on any foul play. We are just this is, making this is, jokes. <laughs> uh, we are just making jokes, and I'm sorry to make a Tanya Harding joke. I know it's uh, 
sensitive sensitive subject nowadays huh yeah sensitive (laughs) subject for something that happened almost 30 years ago yeah 30 years oh man i'm so old i'm so old all right so anyway next player was it 30 years ago or was it like 20 i don't know you might have over exaggerated but you're in the ballpark. I don't know, man. It wasn't that far. It wasn't like it was like the the uh, early '90s. Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. It was no yeah. later than mid '90s. I don't believe it would have been like the '92. No, I'm just kidding. 90, I, have no idea. The, I think it was like the '94 Winter Olympics. So I'm not far off. Anyways, oh right, it was okay. Good, good call. Yeah, yeah next it guy. was just it was enough for weird weird al to write a, a verse about it and a song and um you know it was just it was just late enough that i would have been what like 10 then um you know so weird i saw times. memories of it i mean just the very fact that someone would have their bodyguard which you're a, you're an olympic skater do you really need a bodyguard i mean obviously needs so. a Kerrigan, but i mean <laughs> you know like Kanye i bet Harden they all have them now Nicknamed the Hardy Patrol. Uh, no, I'm just, okay, Harding Patrol. Okay, let's move on. Let's move on to uh, number seventeen on the list and number five in your heart. Oh yeah, Amari, Amari Cooper. Amari Cooper. Um, you know what? You, you know, like, let me just start off by saying that, like, I, I, I guess I'm on Amari Cooper now. Like, I, I really. I hate to admit this, but I guess it was wrong about him, which is fine. I mean, I can't, I'm not going to be 100%, 100% of the time, mm-hmm. um, which, okay. A, a quick side note here. I listen to a lot of podcasts, right? Sure. And like, people are like, Oh, do you believe this? And I hear this phrase a lot and people are like, Oh yeah, for sure. 100%. And they'll say it like that. 100%. And I'm like, Oh, like over-exaggerate like that on that. So yeah. 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 And and I'm just like, and there's a commercial with Troy Polamalu and and uh, Pat, uh, Patrick Mahomes that are like they say 100 like I don't know at least 20 times in that commercial. <laughs> like if you made a drinking game out of them saying 100 percent um, in that commercial, you'd, you'd be, be hammered. By the end yeah. Of, yeah, you'd be hammered by the end of that like minute commercial. Uh, anyways, I'm sorry. It just like so get it, ready for the it, Super Bowl. I, I've been noticing Yay. it being said a lot, and then well, and then people say it like at work too. Yeah, it's like, kind oh, of a yeah, saying. For sure, one hundred percent. I'm like, okay, well, I guess seventy five percent for me, but whatever. No room and, for error. Hundred percent. Yeah. Anyway, so you know, one hundred and thirty targets, ninety two receptions, uh, one thousand one hundred and fourteen yards, five touchdowns. That's not bad. That's not bad at all, considering mm-hmm. he spent, you know, um, roughly a third of the season with backup quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. I mean, you finish like CD Lamb. He finishes at thirteen with, um, you know, uh, backup quarterbacks. Amari mm-hmm. Cooper has seventeen. You take out CD's um, uh, special teams and rushing, and you right. m- more or less pro- you probably more or less. I don't remember what his point total points were, but you more or less have Amari Cooper here. So, yeah, that'd be closer and 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 finish I, for sure. You know, you get a full season of Dak and, and you know, maybe, um, oh, fiddlesticks, what's his name? Uh, the other guy. Gallup? The receiver? The, yes, Michael Gallup. The, yeah, the mm-hmm. redheaded stepchild. Like, mm-hmm. I think he's, I think, I think he could end up being like in this top 24 mm-hmm. next year. Absolutely. You know, along with Amari Cooper and CD Lamb, you know, it could happen. It could happen for sure. Um, it easily could. 
yeah, Mari Cooper finds a way to make himself a value, not only to your fantasy roster, uh, but you got to remember his real life impact. If you go back, is it two years now when uh, the Cowboys got rid of Dez and tried to go with the uh, one number one receiver by committee and you had like Alan Hearns, no offense, because he okay. ended up breaking his leg. Uh, but anyway, hey, can you throw that? Can you throw that slide back up real quick while you talk? Sure, sure. Sorry, and but anyway, the um, you Thank know you. he was so valuable to Dak. That we were questioning at one time who was a better quarterback, Carson Wentz or Dak. And I'm not going to harp on that as a Cowboys fan. I'm just making a point that Dak, Dak has shown that he's the you know the straw that stirs the drink. And when we when the Cowboys get him back healthy, we're talking about the fantasy impact here. We're talking about Amari going up, CD going up, Gallup creeping into the wide receiver too. You know, top twenty-four. I think that's that's exactly what you have to look at here. I think uh, Amari brings a real-life NFL value to the offense uh, that helps Dak out. And then I touched on Jarwin earlier with uh, 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 I'm not Gallup. I'm sorry with a CD when we talked about him earlier. I think Jar- a healthy Jarwin. You got to remember that was a whole season without him. So I don't see how anybody else could look at it other than the arrow pointing up for the offense. Uh, aside from yeah. addressing, obviously, the elephant in the room, the offensive line. That's where I'm at. Sorry. Um, I think the offensive line is going to be okay. Uh, moving I hope so. forward, they just, they just had some injuries this year. Um, you know, I'm sure that I, I think last year in the draft, they kind of wanted to address that and definitely the defense, but CD yeah, Lamb kind of like rolled around year. and they're like, ah. Uh, uh, I mean, <laughs> we'll just outscore everybody. And then Dak happened. I get it. And then, you know, week five or whatever. Happened. I mean, the Colts almost made it to at least two Super Bowls by outscoring people. So, you know, yeah, that's what I'm getting with at. Bad I, defense, just we're not. Offense. Yeah, we're not claiming this is playoff Super Bowl winning formula of football necessarily. We're just saying fantasy wise, they would have been throwing it all around the yard. And uh, yeah, they could have gotten somewhere with it, at least fantasy terms. And uh, yeah, yep, it would have just been like, well, try and catch up. You know exactly. Uh, I think the last thing I was going to say, and then probably lost, and then probably lost a few games because they just defenses clapped down. You touched on it, yeah. The defense exactly. That could be a bad and a good thing because remember, a bad defense could beget a lot of volume for the offense, but it also usually begets less scoring opportunities. It's it's. uh, I'm I'm not Mister Statistical Expert, but it's good to keep an eye on stuff like that this off season. See if they you're you're not. (laughs) No, I don't claim to be. Um, So. You know, this offseason when we see them, I don't know, draft a cornerback or uh, sign a big name uh, defensive end or something. Maybe, what's his name, Demarcus Lawrence shows back up. Uh, that's been kind of a bad thing since that big contract. So we'll see. But uh, as of now, they're an awful defense. So expect uh, them to have to throw. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, let's let's move on to... Oh, and to let's to and to just kind of we're both on the same page that Dak comes back next year, and I don't know if both CD and um, Amari get into like top twelve next year, but I one of them is probably going to. Oh, I think he can you bet on at least one of them, sure. Yeah, and 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 the only way that neither one of them do is that Michael Gallup makes his way into they and they all end up like thirteen through seventeen. You know, that all three be, of them. It'd, it'd be a, a difficult. Uh, statistical percentage for that to pull off but you're right it could it, it, yeah it could kind of and then you I just don't have say, and then, yeah and then to answer the pr- proverbial question of which one do you take I, i'm gonna take the no-brainer and just say the most valuable one the one cheapest maybe gallop um yeah i i don't know unless CD, I, i'm a big cd fan so i it's gonna be tough for me to leave him alone it kind of just depends on how the draft rolls too i mean yeah. it's that's just 
you can give out draft advice all you want, but it, it's you. I mean, it's it's like um, the old military adage, of, yeah, or even yeah. like a boxing term, is just like you can plan, make all the plans you want, and make all the strategy you want. But once the first shot's fired, it all goes to, it all goes out the window. It all, it all goes to it all goes to it goes to hell. It, yeah, yeah, to exactly. Be to put it into like a PG thirteen version of it. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, agreed. Let's move on to number 18 here. And number 18 is Marvin Jones, number six in Chris's heart. Um, Lies. I, I just, and even Marvin <laughs> Jones is kind of giving that look in that picture like, what? Yeah. <laughs> he sure is. Um, this is a guy that he's constantly underrated, as you can see by the ADP of 103. Um, you know, that's you, why he's I making mean, that face. Um, then he has to use the restroom. Okay. Um, he had 115 targets, which is good. 76 receptions, 978, uh, 978 yards, nine touchdowns. That's pretty, that's a very Marvin Jones esque stat line right there. Mm-hmm. Um, he is entering, getting into, I think he's about to turn to age 32 at some point this within the next six to nine months. And he's still fast. So he's, he's still fast. He's just getting up there in age. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't know if his route running has quite the the refinement so that once he starts losing his speed, he's going to still stick, be valuable. If he's going to stick around with the team. Yeah, I don't know either. That's a good yeah. question. And, and well, and he's, he's, he's not under contract right now. After, after once his season is officially over, he is no longer under contract with the Lions. Mm-hmm. Um, given Jared Goff's sometimes inability to throw the ball downfield well, I don't know if that's going to be a really good fit. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. This this line, like we said in last episode, this Lions offense is going to look completely. I think it's going to look completely different next I, year. I would be willing to bet that that uh, I'm not saying it was a package deal, and I'm not saying Jones is uh, number one because he's not. But I, I imagine when uh, Stafford decided he wanted out of there, uh, and remember we've speculated about Galladay not playing several games this season because why they're not competing for anything. And he was going to leave anyway that I think all, all these guys that have played together, especially these offensive weapons that have played together, the skill positions are like, you know what, man? Yeah, you do you, you do you Matthew Stafford. I think I'm going to peace out too, because it just, it's, it's hard to, play I, well, I think this is, I think this is part of the reason why Stafford wanted out too, is is like, I have no weapons under contract. Yeah. And Jones is about to leave. Yeah. It could have worked the other way. One domino um, could have fell before the other. And, 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 and like, and it, you know, you, if you're Stafford, you go to the front office and be like, look, I'm, I'm not quite 33 yet, but I will be very soon. I have at least four or five years left in me of good, solid production. Yeah. I know. I think you exactly can get a haul. For, like you could get a haul for me of a team that's mm-hmm. in win now mode. Like you can get a haul. Rams. Yeah, you're losing Jones. And they did. You're, you're going to lose weapons. You're going to lose games because Gall- as we and said, the, Galladay's the, the gone. Only Jones thing, is gone. The, the only the only problem with this, as uh, you know, if you live in Detroit and you're a Lions fan, is that this team's inability to put together any sort of like actual NFL team, or, like or, from the ground up, or a DeAndre you, Swift I dynasty mean, manager. <laughs> yeah, that value's going that down. Person. What's that? I think I'm that person. No, you really? no, that was on the other team. Okay, cool. I, I think that was the other team. <laughs> I didn't even remember that when I brought that up just now. It's a, it's a valid point, um, though. Like, his value is... Poof, but we're talking receivers. Yeah, today. it's in the toilet. 
Mm-hmm. Unless they're gonna unless they're gonna draft um a thumper of a running back for short yardage situation and they're gonna really sink um draft assets into offensive line. I don't really know what this I don't know if there's gonna be as of right now. I just there's no pass stack and passing attack to take pressure off the run game. It's just yeah, yeah, there's like I don't uh, know. If there's I want Hawkinson. Any there's Hawkinson, but uh, Jared no, Goff. but I don't know if I want any Lions player as that's as, what I'm at getting at. Yeah, it's just the state of the team right now. I don't know if I want any of them. The two good young players we like it will be uh, uh, Hawkinson and Swift, and their value's taking a huge hit because of Goff's presence and the lack of Galladay, Jones, and so on and so forth. So yeah, it's not pretty. It's, it's a real bummer. Pretty. Yeah, it's this guy. I, like, that's why Hawk, I, yeah. I wanted to harp on Mar- Marvin Jones probably not being on this list next year. I just. No, I really doubt it. If somebody I picks really, him up, really if a good it. offense needs a two, picks him up, and he's in a good situation where his skill set fits, absolutely. I, I eat crow, but I just I, I worry. Yeah. Maybe Marvin Jones goes back to the Bengals. Oh, I forgot mm, about, about that. that. I forgot about mm, that. I felt like he's been a lion idea. so long. Like you said, he's he has 32. been. Like right after his rookie contract ended, he went to the Lions. Yeah, I forgot about that. He was the one that flipped into the end zone, right? Remember that? I have no idea. Play? No, that might have been a different one. I'll look it up some other time. Anyways, let's move on to number. Uh, you know what? Let's just group. I was 19, just gonna. I was gonna say together. it. I was gonna say it. Let's just. Uh, let's knock them all out. That'll that'll actually help the show time a little. Let's. Uh, um. Let's let's. Why don't you hit number nineteen real quick? And bam. I'll talk about Deontay Johnson real quick. We're going to do 19, 20, and 21 real quick because they happen to be Deontay Johnson, Juju Smith-Schuster, and Chase Claypool. Let's let's hit De- Deontay Johnson real quick. Go back. Go back no go problem. Back, no problem. Back. I'm going right back. I just wanted a quick little peeker. Um, peeker? Yep. <laughs> um, 144 targets, man. Like they, Ben Roethlisberger was really looking at Deontay Johnson. He ended up with 88 receptions. That's not very – that is a really bad catch percentage. You know why it's a really bad catch percentage? Because he also led the league with ten drops. Yep, yep. He really had. And a and and like like we said last episode, slump. um, when you when when they count when the NFL counts it as a drop, like you have to like really like it's obvious like you like the quarterback threw you the ball, it was right at you, and then you just swatted it in the ground. You know, like drop. Yeah. Like it's just. Yeah, that ten, that well, 10 like, number there, doesn't, there could have, there doesn't been, include near There misses. could have been like it could have been more like fifteen, you know, mm-hmm. but they just counted it as ten. So I mean I'd like to think he Yeah, gets Johnson, under control. like the sky's the limit for this guy. This is what his third this was his third this season. This will be his third. I thought this was his second. Okay. I'm, I'm so there's room for growth there, and that mm-hmm. can easily be a thing. My my only problem with Deontay Johnson is that Ben Roethlisberger looked like his arm was maybe a little cooked. Yeah, I'm worried about his, yeah, how good he's so, be moving forward. And maybe it just could have been coming off that Tommy John surgery and everything, and his elbow was still not quite right and everything. Because, I mean, like, baseball players, like pitchers, when they get Tommy John surgery, like, there were kids that were electively having it as at, like, 17 or 18. I know. So because weird. because there's um lengthen their career uh, well so it's a did, mindset that you that you actually throw harder after the tommy john surgery mm-hmm. okay. and it and for baseball it takes it takes almost a year and a half to two years to recover from it yeah so is that what they maybe did we have? Kept, yeah. yeah he was oh, he was okay. one of the he's one of the first um like really big name nfl quarterbacks to really have it i believe and he's been playing um 
It's his throwing elbow, right? And so he's been plagued by that. Yeah, for it's years. in his right. It's been his. It's been. In, it's, it was in his right arm. Yes, he's been, he's had this elbow thing for a while. I feel like so there's maybe there's a, a thing that he comes back next year and he actually has better full arm uh, strength or whatever. Yeah, yeah exactly. Mm-hmm. It's hard to say that a 38 year old, you know, I don't know. After watching Drew Brees, yes, Drew Brees is older than Big Ben and everything, but Drew Brees does not look like he's used to. Yeah, I think be we, playing anymore. I think we can both. But then you agree. look at Tom Brady in that same in that same yeah, NFC exactly. Championship game, mm-hmm. and Brady's just throwing it wherever. Um, can't, can't quite hit the deep ball like he used to be able to, but no, but he never, he was never like, he was never John Elway anyway. And he was never Mr. Quick release either. Like he's, he's always had a bit of an elongated uh, thing, but he's still, especially for, especially for a deep ball, he's got to wind it up. He sure does. But, but his pocket presence is so good. He can get away with it usually. Um, but no, going back to big Ben, Uh um, uh, I think me and you are both in the uh, camp that nowadays uh, quarterbacks Why don't you can just play. Over to Juju real quick. Sure thing, sure thing. Uh, that uh, quarterbacks can play into their uh, 40s, but depending on the trajectory of their career, I mean, Big Ben's a big guy. He's taken a lot of damage uh, damage on that frame because he stays in the pocket oh, yeah. so long, and he's been through some lean years at offensive line. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know, they're pretty good now, but um, so yeah, he wasn't what he was this past year, but. Um, I don't think they're ready to move on, and I think if he can come back just a bit better, I think, yeah, you see Deontay Johnson probably be the guy out of these three. But let's uh, let's touch on uh, Juju a little bit also. Juju also not under contract next year uh, mm-hmm. for 2021 with the Steelers. So um, he might be a restricted free agent. I'm not, I don't remember, to be honest. Right. But as you can see here, Juju, he's got um, a much better catch rate. Um, he also was, I think, do, running uh, slightly shorter routes too, so that can that can usually help with that. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Catch percentage, um, a couple more touchdowns. Like these guys are back to back to back for a reason. Want you flip over to Chase Claypool here for a second? Because um, I, I really want to talk about Claypool here for a second. Um, 109 yards, 62 receptions. That might be some of the rookie in him. Some of it just long throws that Big Ben can't couldn't make very well. Um, Contested the, catches, 50-50s. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, I put his ADP as undrafted because it was at like one. I actually couldn't yeah, find it. Yeah, what a gem. So, but he wasn't really a gem though. So this I, is why I wanted to talk about it. Sure seemed like um, at first, one, let's put it that way. One fifth of his points, one fifth, so 20%. Or his four touchdown game in week five, twenty percent of them. Um, I he failed to hit ten points in eight games, so mm-hmm. half the season he didn't hit ten points. So I mean, you take and you take out that you take away the, that fifty point game, which I don't like doing, but they, now you're down to one hundred and thirty three, and you have to put you divide one hundred and thirty three by fifteen. You know, like that's not that a lot of points. Four, four or five, I think. I think yeah. I wrote down four, but it might have been five. Oh, man, um, no, it, was, it was around half of his touchdowns. Let's put it that way. Exactly. Uh, so it's, yeah. I mean, I think Chase Claypool is a lot of talent and everything, but when you, and maybe if Juju's not there next year, then Chase Claypool is going to have a little bit more um, opportunities to run some routes and everything and whatnot. I just, I, I think he has a really bright future. I really do. I just, I don't know. He obviously he's going to get drafted next year, but he's not going to be going, you know, in round before round five for sure. He's not going to be going probably before Claypool? round seven. Yeah. Claypool? 
Uh, I, I'd probably agree. Not if Juju's still there. Not if Juju's still there. Agreed. Let's put it I, I probably, yeah, five, seven, yeah. Not before that, I don't think. What else What else do you have to say about uh, Just on, these on these guys in general, um, you touched on the targets. Deontay led, led them with uh, 144. Here's kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. They kind of hit each level of uh, efficiency in terms of yards per reception. So you have 10.5 per reception for Deontay. That's fine. He was kind of the target monster. I don't want to say possession because I think he's got speed, but yeah, 10.5 for him. Claypool leads them with 14.1. That's 26th in the league. That's pretty respectable for, that's a big play receiver. However, as you just touched on, a lot of that came in one game. So however you Mm -hmm. want to take that. And then of course, Juju. Yeah, he's getting a ton of looks, but he's also only averaging 8.6. That's 126th in the league. Yeah. 8.5 per reception. It's you got to if if you're going to take Juju, you got to understand you're not going to get that. You're going to get uh catches. And they're yeah, gonna you're going to get a lot of catches and you're indeed um I also have written down here that I mean Juju didn't even have a 100-yard game this year. Mm-hmm. Claypool had at least two. Um I don't remember. I didn't write down how many Deontay has. I'm sorry. I think but, Juju's uh, value goes up in a full PPR, so that's worth Oh, mentioning. I'm sorry. I I have Deontay Johnson uh down that he only uh, averaged 61.53 yards per game. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Not a lot of yards uh, from Ben. Not down. a lot of yards from this offense. No, it's it's really not. Yeah. Um I don't know. I I don't have much else to say about any of these guys. I, than, I just think that Claypool game that they 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 saw an exploitation in the coverage in the personnel of the defense and they It just happened. It it, it yep. just clicked it. And it clicked. And hey, give him as you as you like to say, don't take credit away from the guy, but you also have to mention that when you talk about that finish. Right. Mm-hmm. Um I, I guess I don't have much else to say about the about these guys here. Um I don't know. It I'm, I'm good. I don't. I. I guess I don't see the Steelers trading for Deshaun Watson either. They're, they're kind of strapped for cap room as it is. They're also the. Uh, they're. They're. They're more of a homegrown team. They like to cultivate this wide receiver talent. Uh, for sure. Really, running back, same story. They'll get value mm-hmm. in the whatever a middle round running back. Uh, so no, I don't think they go and get a guy like an Allen Robinson or this or that. I think, I think they're solid with what nah. they've got. And I think Deon. Oh, I don't know if I made it clear from my point of view. I think Deontay is the guy you want. I think he's the better talented player. I wavered when Claypool blew up to be Frank and Deontay, and then especially Deontay having the drop seeds later in the season. But I think I'm going to stick to my guns that I think Deontay is the one I want. So I'll leave it at but that for do now. You, okay. So do you want Deontay Johnson as your wide receiver two next year though? I think so. Yeah. I don't want to, I, I, I'd like him to f- come to me, uh, so to speak, uh, the value to fall to me at the right spot. I'd like to get value out of the, cause he'll probably be suppressed because of the drops and the mouths to feed in Pittsburgh. But, uh, I think he can get good value. And yes, I think he can finish as a, at least middle, uh, well, as a, not at least, uh, probably around a middle of the wide road, wide receiver, wide receiver two, if I could talk. <laughs> so about where he's at right now. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe a little fair. bit higher. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Yep. Cool. Uh, let's move on to. Okay. So, so that was just to, just to be clear for those who are listening via podcast, that was Deontay Johnson was 19. Juju was a wide Uh-oh. receiver 20. Um, My apologies. And uh, number 21 was Jay's Claypool. Bing, bang, boom. Um, wide receivers for the Pittsburgh Steelers on to, 
the Terry McLaurin sandwich. It's going to be a sandwich <laughs> because uh, you, you'll find out here in a second. Um, but Terry McLaurin is our number 22 guy. This is coming in very pixelated on my end, which is okay. Um, better now. Okay, um, cool. probably, just, probably just my free internet. <laughs> um, Terry McLaurin dealt with a slew of different quarterbacks this season. Uh, sandwich, I get it. Still, still hit 1,100 yards. Um, only had 87 receptions. Um, him being a possession guy isn't quite his game at the moment, but it certainly maybe could be at some point in the future. Um, I'm not going to lie. I kind of want to watch some Terry McLaurin game film this offseason, and, and I know he's good, mm-hmm. obviously. Like mm-hmm. I've seen... Um, the four touchdowns is probably a product of um, subpar quarterback play. I think it, well, yeah, I'm disappointed that um, Alex Smith didn't. But I, I really want to just see like his route running and what types of routes he's running and all of that. Just to kind of can this guy do more, or is he just a fast guy going down the field, sort of you know, running running deep posts or you know, um, deep crossovers, just a deep limited route deep tree back. wins with speed kind yeah. of guy. I think he's yeah, got more yeah. than that in him. For I sure. think so too. Yeah. Um, I would love to see who his quarterback's going to be next year. Yeah, that's that's the thing. Yeah. I really doubt it's going to be Alex Smith. I just, other than like Stafford already moved and Deshaun Watson wanting to leave, I just don't know what quarterbacks are leaving their teams to for there to be a giant quarterback shuffle this year that end up with you know Washington getting a veteran quarterback that's any of any goodness. Blah blah blah. Well done. I, I, <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, my brain totally fell apart on me there. Um, I just don't see Washington getting a, a quality veteran quarterback via free agency this off season. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I kind of touch on the same stuff. In my notes. I said I, I love Alex Smith and I mean, Ron, Ron, Ron Rivera, but I'd love to see another signal caller in Washington next year. I, I don't know where they find. There, I mean, it. honestly, who who would it be? Like maybe the Niners cut Jimmy G. Maybe one um, of the uh, worst uh, higher draft pick teams takes a rookie and like a Teddy Bridgewater falls, uh, uh, hits free agency. Uh, I'm not saying he's greatest thing since sliced yeah. bread, but you could see his value go up. You could see McLaren's value go up with at least, like you said, serviceable. I think I think we can agree Teddy's serviceable, but not much more. Uh, I don't Andy, know. Maybe Bre- maybe Andy Breeze ends up there. Maybe Breeze hangs on for another year with another team in division. No, I, I don't. I, I really doubt. I, I agree. I, I agree. Think... I'm just. I'm throwing out hypotheticals. Uh, beyond that, I mean, I don't know of a good backup that's like hitting the market that everybody kind of wants. Andy to Dalton. That's the only one. Yeah. If he gets an opportunity, I could see that one in division. Oh, well, I obviously Dalton was only a cowboy for a year, but still. Uh, a, a piece moving within division. Maybe, maybe he becomes a starter in Washington. Yeah. I would see McLaren's value go up with Dalton. I'll, 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 I'll be bold enough to not say much, that. Not much, but not much. Yeah, but not yeah. much. No, it's not pretty. But yeah, I just touch on Ron Rivera having a healthy year in terms of uh, his cancer, and that's going to help the team in, in football sense. Uh, yeah, apparently, he's in remission, which awesome for you, Ron. Rivera. Absolutely. You know? And then if we if we get a pandemic free, or at least more free of the pandemic vaccinations etc in 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 the washington Guess who's completely vaccinated you this sir guy, yeah that's awesome this guy uh, right here so uh what was i saying so a complete off season is all i'm getting at for the washington football team and they get in a reasonable s- signal caller i think gibson in that defense and mclaurin 
uh, and a vet or a rookie can come in and stabilize the position at quarterback, and these guys really take off on on offense. I, I think uh, I think that's a testament to Gibson and McLaren. I think and and really that defense. Uh, just I think they've got potential, but I can't predict a future at quarterback. I don't know what they're going to do. Yeah, me neither. Um, let's move on to number twenty three here. Number twenty three is DJ Moore, and we're going to lump him in with number twenty four. Ah, I'm sorry. Hi. Um, <laughs> I don't know what you're doing there. The, this is this is this is why friends don't let friends let their friend uh, drive the slideshow. Hey, show. see it? I clicked it and it went down to him. There he is, guys. Um, so <laughs> number twenty-three is DJ Moore, and number twenty-four, uh, our last quarterback, is Robbie Anderson. And uh, Chris, do you know happen to know who the number twenty-five wide receiver on the year is? Twenty-five wide receiver on the year. Uh-huh. Oh, I don't know. Sandwich. Um, not a Washington f- receiver. Uh, uh, I don't know. Give me um, Michael Gallup. It is Curtis Samuel. Ah, darn it. Three Panthers in a row. Why didn't I guess that? I did see some statistics. Terry McLaurin sandwich. It's a sandwich with a with a slice of Pittsburgh Steeler bread and a slice of uh, Carolina Panthers bread. It's never like when everyone I don't understand why people are like like when you're sandwiched in and they think that like the sandwich is the bread. Like you never say like, oh, I'm having a white bread. Sand- I'm, ever, I'm having a white bread sandwich. No, it's just I never, that. I never call your sandwich by the kind of bread you have. Like no. I'm having a Reuben sandwich. Yeah, that's great. Everyone knows that they're, that's right. Uh, you go. know, like. Yeah, exactly. Uh, anyway, so DJ Moore, 66 receptions. That is. Uh. Yeah, I was just you, gonna say the, you, talk the, about, you talk about DJ Moore. I'm gonna look that up. I'm gonna make sure that's right. I'm actually that's looking it. something up myself. But uh, what the point I was gonna make with it is the catch rate of DJ Moore is ridiculous. But then you look at Curtis Samuel. Here it is, 79.4. That's 22nd in the league, Curtis Samuel. However, DJ Moore. Uh, so what? He's really high in targets, right? DJ mm-hmm. Moore is. Where are you, sir? About 118 59 percent catch rate okay. for Mr. DJ Moore. Fifty-five point nine percent. Again, low. big plays, but uh, risky opportunity, uh, risky uh, chances taken. You know, down the field. I, I, I kind of want to see where um, their yards at the catch are. Uh, yeah, I I, and I think we can find it, but I do not have it on hand by any means. But uh, let me let me go on and t- um, touch on that a little bit more real quick. Uh, Anderson not only led. The duo, I said duo because I left out Samuel. Uh, duo in targets. He, I didn't, uh, put it, I didn't tell you on purpose. Just I know. It's, I'm glad you it. pulled that off. That was that was clever because I did see him come up in those statistics. Anyway, Anderson not only led the duo in targets, he was infinitely more efficient with 136 targets and a 69.9% nice catch rate uh, to Moore's 118 targets. And as I said, 55.9% not so nice catch rate, yet only three touchdowns for Anderson. Just no, hmm? no. Sorry, I'm trying to look at yards three. at the catch. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were referring to three touchdowns. And it, and keep, so uh, I just the point I'm making while you're finishing that up is that uh, just, I think this is a product of uh, Teddy Bridgewater. I know I'm the one who just called him serviceable, but I'm also talking about Washington's quarterback situation. It's pretty bad. Yeah, he's serviceable. So these percentages, though, are. I don't want to say anomalies because uh, I think DJ Moore is a bit of a big play guy and a little hit or miss, but I, I'd love to see some consistency 
there in, in terms of completion percentage for the quarterback, catch rate for the receivers. But Anderson mm-hmm. was was pretty consistent for a guy we thought was, was was the inconsistent guy. However, those three touchdowns really hurt, and that's a product of a bad offense and a bad football team in the Carolina Panthers. But they'll be picking high, I believe. I can't tell you where. Probably top four. No, oh, I don't think so. Will they win um, four I games? They're... I thought they only won like four games. Anyway. Moore was eleventh uh, in yards uh, on you know, for all receivers in the NFL. Eleventh in yards, third in yards per reception. That's how good DJ Moore was in, in that category. First among receivers. Oh, he's first among receivers with a hundred targets more in yards per reception. He's third if you count some yeah. guys that had like sixty catches, eighty catches, something like that. I think the one Panthers of them was, are picking eighth. Okay, so I was a little off. And whatever. You could still get a QB there. I, I don't have the names. Ready here. I mean, obviously Trevor Lawrence will be I, gone. I yeah, I, and you know what? I'm not gonna. I'm not. I don't. I hate postulating on what quarterbacks. Well, go this in the I, draft show either. So, and we're a fantasy show, not an NFL draft show. But we will be doing some draft coverage, folks, for sure. Yeah, at the the day of the the day of the round one, the first draft, um, or the first round of the draft. Um, I just I don't know. I kind of hope that the 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 Washington football team or the potato skins as we've been calling them mm, don't yes. don't take Justin Fields just after that sour taste of taking Dwayne Haskins uh, from Ohio yeah, State. Wow, what a just a I mean, Bust is putting it lightly, like just I don't know off the field stuff or or personality or was this what? only his second season? Yeah, Haskins, that like is? it was a quick exit, man. And and I mean you we could see know, the signs. Like, I'm not saying they're not just in what they did. It looks like he was just not a good team guy or troublemaker. Well, I don't you, know you the know, term to put like, on him. I don't know the guy. Well, like the look, what the Cardinals did with Josh Rosen, and like you know, at some point, if you if it's very clear that you don't have your guy, why yeah. why keep him? I think it you was know? apparent. Absolutely, yeah. So, and, but still, and it was eye opening. And he's like, I don't. I, he's like, that's not my guy. You that's know, fair I too. Yeah. He, he, and I think that Dwayne Haskins was just kind of like, and I'm completely speculating here. Completely, he was just maybe taking his um, uh, natural talent for for granted, and not actually he's taking the time and putting time in to in reps and practice or whatever. I don't have no idea. Could be because uh, he was a thrower. He was, he was an arm was talent kind of guy. He, Maybe he, he was a um, a, can- a cancerous entity in the locker room. I have no be. idea. Could be. Um, but yeah, that that they were just looking for a reason to get rid of him. And that he also whole, kind of um, threw with a yellow attitude, like a kind of a, a, a Jameson a, a Junior. What's his name? Jameson. He was like word. I can't Winston. think of the guys. Thank you, Jameis Winston. I just called him Jameson like a whiskey. <laughs> a little Jameis Winston Jr. Yeah, he threw with the. I don't know, just having myself a couple of fingers of uh, the old Jameson Winston. Jameson uh, Winston. Goes down smooth. Aged for your pleasure. <laughs> and a nice I, oak I could see Sam Neill doing that commercial. I, I just messed his name up again. Who's the guy from Tombstone? Dude, Sam I do every Elliot. time. Elliot. 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 I don't know oh, why. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Sam Elliott wasn't in Event Horizon. Sam Neal was. I Sam Elliott was in Jurassic Park. Sam Neal was. Isn't Sam Neal British? Uh, probably. I think he is. Um, anyway. Sam Neal wasn't in Roadhouse. Sam Elliott was. I think Neal is just like a tougher sounding name than Elliott. I don't know. No offense to any Elliots out there. I just. Anyway, I don't know why I make that mental mistake every time. 
Okay, we on, can tell we've been recording for a while. <laughs> onward, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. Completely off script. <laughs> yep. That or that glass of wine is just kind of hitting me. It was really delicious too. Oh man. Good. I love wine. I'm not I'm not big into wine, but yeah, that, that was that was some good wine. I can't look I can't wait to have uh have but more of we it. should not do some today, housekeeping but... and not go down a wine rabbit hole because we did just finish up our top twenty four receivers. Did we? <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, Robbie Anderson. I, let's, let's talk about Robbie Anderson here real quick. Um, and, and we also didn't do any uh honorable mentions. Right. Um how are we doing on time? Uh, we're going a little yeah. long. Okay. Okay. So let's let's talk about Robbie Anderson real quick here. Mm-hmm. Um, he came out of the gate really quick, uh, really strong with like a twenty plus point uh, week one. Um, he was a lot more of a possession receiver than any of yeah. us really thought he was going to. Yeah, with that but that catch rate. He, I mean, whatnot, he ended yeah. up at, he ended up at wide receiver twenty four. So like it. That's respectable. I feel like I feel like a lot of people are going to really remember that first game. And all, forget about the middle, the middle and end of the season that he wasn't really. A, oh, you like, think they're going to be higher on him? See, I think the opposite. I think they'll see the three oh. touchdowns and the quarterback and just kind of be like, yeah, I'm not really in love okay. with them. Uh, but hey, it could, we will both admit it could go either way for sure. Uh, um, oh. Honorable mentions, some guys that uh, maybe you can make this list that didn't. I got a good on one, but I bet you might have him actually. He's kind of your guy, so I'll let you go first. I, I was going to say Kenny Galladay. That was yep. just <laughs> Is um, that the low hanging fruit? But we don't know his destination either. I could, so I could see if, if I think Daniel Jones gets, gets his act together, Darius Slayton could end up making it next year. Um, maybe, maybe a Raiders a good wide one, yeah. receiver. Um, oh, uh, the, who's the young one? Uh, Michael Raiders. Thomas. Michael Thomas. Yeah. Michael Thomas. He's the low hanging fruit. Yeah, because he missed so much time. Yeah, exactly. So did Galladay. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, but at least with Galladay, you have the question mark of the of the destination. So you could be like, he's 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 more of a question mark. But uh, I think if Galladay finds yep. a reasonable destination, he's he, he's he's right back up there. And obviously, Michael Thomas. I feel Thomas, like there's a few of them out there. You have to worry now, I Michael mean, Thomas. You could throw the question mark of quarterback. Uh, exactly. Taysom I Hill. don't think Drew Brees. I really don't think Brees is coming back. I would tend to agree with you. I think and he I tried three times in a row to win a Super Bowl before retiring. I would hope I that the Saints don't want him to come back either, because I think man, they showed them he's ready. They're ready to move forward by their personnel moves. Yeah. Oh, there's another quarterback that's actually technically not under uh, contract this coming um, off season is James Winston. Technically not under, and I don't think Taysom Hill is either. That could go back to those couple of times uh, in the past couple of shows where we hesitated to f- name a guy. Yeah, uh, interceptions, sure. Maybe he learned a lot under Sean Payton for a year. Um, I don't know about that. So somebody might take a chance on him and turn around like an Allen Robinson or a Kenny Galladay or somebody that ends up somewhere too. Maybe they get in cahoots together and they're like, you know what, we may not win a ton of games, but we will score a butt ton of points. Or, um, but yeah, or at least our stat line at the end of the day will look kind of sexy. Yeah, and then maybe we can turn around the defense, and in two years, maybe we're competing. But uh, I, I'm not saying I'm Mr. Believe in Jamison Winston. I'm just saying there's a team out there that might be desperate enough, give him a contract for a year or two, get a big-name wide receiver to believe enough, a big-name free agent wide receiver to believe enough, and maybe they make some chemistry there. I don't know. Yeah. Um, that's about all I got. Um, yep, me too. You want to take us out with some a little bit of house cleaning? Absolutely. I think we mentioned at the top of the show, we're going to do a uh, 
Super Bowl stream. Uh, so we'll probably start around the time of the game. Um, we're not exactly sure if we do a little pregame. We're not exactly sure what we're doing for the halftime. But we're going to be live for Super Bowl, no, having watching, a good time. We're, we're going to watch the weekend. We're going to watch the weekend. I don't think we can. That's like copyrighted and stuff. So, but well, it, well, we can watch it with you. We're not going to show it on Par the stream. Par we can't do that. Josh is going to watch the weekend. I'm going to watch the Puppy Bowl and. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go from there. Um, no, uh, so we're gonna have a good time for the stream for the Super Bowl stream. I briefly touched on the fact that we're uh, gonna do a stream for the NFL draft, which I think falls on a mm -hmm. Thursday night. So be prepared for that. More yeah, of a right. laid back uh, format of the show. More of a obviously live. Um, other than that, uh, I'll link below in the description uh, our Discord, um, uh, the Twitch channel uh, that we just spoke of. Um, and my Twitch channel uh, where I stream for Hardware Dynasty and I do PC flipping and building and gaming PC stuff and some gaming and uh, yeah, I think that's all the housekeeping. Oh, uh, next, these days next week's show uh, will be uh, okay. Titans. Titans. Yeah. Titans. I think we'll be able to we'll just, go ahead, go ahead. I think we'll just kind of stick it, keep with Titans and we'll just maybe have a shorter show next week. You know, yeah. give you yep. a little less work as far as editing and, you know, and, just uh, kind of having a nice, a nice tight, tight end package. I didn't mean to say tight there twice, but tight. Um, you tight. get what I'm saying. Tight. Was that tight a Goldfinger toy, like a Toyga? A Goldfinger? I think oh. that's a character. Yeah, I might be reaching there. Pretty sure it was Austin Powers show. The James anyway. Bond villain? Did I say Goldfinger? Gold member. Sorry. Gold member with Austin Powers. Oh, Goldfinger was James Bond. I like gold and toy like a toyga. <laughs> anyway, sorry. I never. I, I watched part of that movie. I'm like, this is awful. Like it, it was just between it two. And it should have only been two. Yeah, should have only been two probably. Well, between two and three was just enough time that I kind of like. Okay, I feel like I've kind of grown out of the um characters the, the, the whole the, austin powers like the, thing yeah the kind of immature like raunchy you humor know, yeah yeah raunchy humor thank I you like i like it i guess <laughs> i anyway. mean it's okay it's yeah. okay in, in doses but yeah i was just like i don't know i'm kind of over austin powers like I, i'll go oh, back yeah and i think he needed the, to go away yeah time, but he was but... great while he was the first two yeah but yep end of show <laughs> Um, and that's been Austin Powers talk on amazing fantasy football. You, everyone out there, have a good day and stay safe. Wear a mask, wash your hands, all that. And uh, this has been amazing fantasy football. You guys have a good day today. Goodbye, Tied everyone. Tight ends next week. <laughs>